What's up, guys? It's your boy, Johnny Bananas, and I'll be covering all the treachery, deceit, backstabbing, and murder from season two of The Traders U.S. on my podcast, Death, Taxes, and Bananas. I'll be joined all season by my fellow castmates to swap stories, provide all the behind-the-scenes antics, and sordid details from filming. So sally forth and join me for season two of The Traders every Saturday on the Ringer Reality TV podcast feed. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. Nevada, this is the perfect way to cap off Super Bowl week. John Jastrzemski, my buddy Raheem the Dream Palmer, cousin Sal with yeah. us. Guys, the Fountain Blue, they actually have brought the three of us to a public place, public setting, the Wise Guys banner, the whole deal, and we are breaking it down here at Super Bowl week. Let me tell you something, JJ. We were put up all week at the Luxor Hotel, and I looked around, I said, how could it get better than this? Well, they've done it. The Fountain Blue, we're here. It's great. We walked through the party. We got shrimp. They have Diet Cokes for me and Modelo. They got me a Modelo, which I'm very happy about. Classy joint. It's not all smoked out. I love it. Really? I mean, we got beautiful couches. We got pillows. I mean, we got everything that you could possibly want in a venue. We got DJs. It's turning up. Beautiful women. It's beautiful in here. Well, here's what I want to know. Are you going to be, after Calvin Harris does his thing, asking somebody to get behind the DJ booth for the after party? Oh, that's not going to be happening tonight. Plus 250. Uh, I'm going to need Calvin Harris money to follow him. So we're going to sit here and we're going to do this podcast. We're going to talk about NFL. We're going to talk about some picks. We're going to talk about everything we like, bad beats. You name it. Okay. So we have survived, believe it or not, a week in Vegas. And I actually, Sal, am proud of myself yeah. that I'm going to bed for the most part at like 1230, considering really? hey, in, dude, in New York City, when I'm doing sports night on SNY, the earliest I'm getting to bed is one in the morning. Yeah. So I guess the time travel and everything that's kind of time difference. Time tonight's travel. tonight. Tonight's what's going to set you no, off. No, tonight I'm going to be up till five in the morning on a yeah. craps table. Speaking of which, the highlight of the week for me, without question, I had Saquon Barkley, Stephen A. Smith, Garrett Wilson. I told Tua, hey, 23 years, it's been long enough. My play, my team needs to win a playoff game. The highlight of the week for me, without a doubt, craps tables, Cosmopolitan on what was it Wednesday night. Myself, you, and the legend David Chang yes. went and rip on the craps tables. We had a moment. And you did something that 
no man can do. You force David Chang to bet along with the roller. We're playing dice. He usually goes, don't pass. He looked you in the eye. He said, I can't do that to this kid. I got to go with you. And not only did he go with you, double sixes he bets? Well, so to explain to everybody, Raheem, yeah. he bet the make them tall, meaning yeah. 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12. He Ooh. does the make them all from a tall standpoint. I hit eights. I'm hitting some nines. Sal did a good job. I did a good job. But all he needed was a 12. And he looked at Sal, and I vividly remember this. He goes to Sal, and he goes, this is where it gets fun. Yeah. Chang had a good couple of shekels he did. on the make them tall. When I rolled the 12, it was Bedlam at yeah. the Cosmo. We had the man hug. It was, it's like Chris Christie and Jerry Jones in a Cowboy game. He took the Heisman oh, bows and everything. 31 to 1. That's the way to do it. So that was my moment of glory. I know you were a part of it. What's been your favorite part of the week so far? No, I mean, I, that's hard to top, really. But I, uh, you know, I got to uh, arm wrestle Carrot Top. I caught a pass from Michael Penix Jr. I played a game. Which, with by the, the way, you caught, which was thank stunning. You. Caught it? It was, uh, I would have put 20? the odds on that on the FanDuel really? side plus money. You guys really doubt me all the time. Yeah. It's about a 30-yard pass. The kid's got a good arm, I think. You know, like it, he, he works on it. He improves a little. He can get up. He could be the Cowboys' third string, I think, at some point. But I would say that was the uh, highlight. Michael Penix throwing the pass. So, so my highlights can't match you guys, but I did do some partying, and I did get to kick it with Richard Sherman, you know, uh, we got I didn't even know this. Oh my God, pain in the ass. Oh yeah, pain in the ass was Who amazing. the Carlitos wave voice on a Jay-Z. Good right. buddy of mine. Everybody listen to Jay-Z. Pain in the ass does all the intros on the Jay-Z, the first three Jay-Z albums. So we hung out, that was pretty amazing. But I mean, look, Richard Sermon, I got to hang out with him at a party at the volume. Absolutely incredible. You know, we spoke about Brock Purdy. We spoke about all the different things that happened. So, great guy. Got geeked out by Richard Sherman? I didn't have that on my bingo <laughs> card. I was expecting him to say Emmett Smith right, or right, Michael right. Irvin or one of your Cowboys. Richard Sherman. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it was it was great because I, I told him how much I loved the rant that he had after, you know, oh, he with stopped. Oh, Andrews. Yeah, yeah. with, with, with Crabtree. 100%. All right, by the so, way, it's hard. I apologize if people can't hear us. There's just throngs of uh, fans now. Line all right, well, they not know, really. It's, not uh, really. Yeah, are, okay. they, are they yeah. throwing flowers it is loud. Yes. Keep it down, you animals. Come on. Causing trouble. Uh, yeah. Super Bowl 58. We're getting ready. It's going to be the Chiefs. What else is new? San Francisco. They played four years ago. San Francisco had the lead. Yucked it up. Jimmy G missing wide open Kittle down the field. Changed the entire game. We get the rematch, and it's Brock Purdy. It's Kyle Shanahan. They're trying to win their first. Kansas City. South. I'm sick and tired of them, but you know what? I got to recycle and, and save this narrative because I feel like I might be sitting here a year from now or three years from now or seven years from now yeah. with chief fatigue. They're not going anywhere. When you think about this game, storyline you're looking forward to the most. I want, I want to concentrate on what Monday morning I'm going to be like, oh, damn it. How did we not see that happen? Yeah. So what's your damn it? I didn't see that happen. Is it Purdy falling apart in the beginning of the game, which he kind of did, we saw against the Lions and the Packers? Is it Kelsey? Talk about fatigue. The Kelsey fatigue could really hit you. And I feel like you and I both feel McCaffrey or Kelsey, there's going to be a trap in there somewhere for betters. One of them or both might underachieve. Raheem, storyline, now that we are getting ready for this game, we're 48 hours out from Super Bowl 58. For Not me, the storyline that you're, like, thinking about as Monday morning rolls around, but right now, which one intrigues you the I'm most? thinking about Brock Purdy, and the big reason why is because nobody respects this guy. This guy was Mr. Irrelevant, and 
now you have this guy, he's going to two straight NFC Championship games, he has a chance to win a Super Bowl, and the way I see it is like this. You got Tom Brady. Look at Tom Brady. He beats all of the great quarterbacks, but he lost to Nick Foles and, e and Eli Manning. So could the same thing happen to Patrick Mahomes? Could yeah. he lose to Brock Purdy? Why not? Yeah, why not? Listen, the odds makers, and let's get to it, because this is what we do here on Ring of Wise, guys. Buried the lead a little bit. Spread is at two and a half. The odds makers are well aware, Sal, of the fact that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football, that he is this cyborg, that if he retires tomorrow, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. We know Andy Reid is money off a bye. We know the chief defense is shut down two in the Dolphins. They were great in the second half against Buffalo, and, you know, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens couldn't do a darn thing. But yet the odds makers had no problem saying, hey, guess what? San Francisco is going to be favored. We know they're going to be favored, and we're going to keep them as a favorite. I'm very surprised by this. Not enough to move my, because it's not on a key number, Eam, right? If it gets to three and you like San Francisco, you're going to think about it, right? Yeah. Because I'm going to get to three the other way. But all those things JJ said are true. Why wouldn't the public bet this down at two or one and a half or somewhere or there? It's ridiculous that you're going against, the public is at large going against Patrick Mahomes at this point. And by the way, the Niners aren't as good as they were a month ago. They haven't shown, like, right? Like the last couple weeks, they've shown some holes. Chiefs defense has been spectacular. So I'm surprised the line is I mean, I'm not out. surprised. I mean, respectfully, they did bet this number down. But there's enough resistance from the sharp market and right. the sharp betters to push this line but up. But it went right so, back up, though. So, yeah. so the public came down, bet it down. The Sharp said, no, you're going to give me San Francisco one, one and a half. We are going to shoot that baby right back up. The way up. it matters is if you bet the teasers, right? Because yeah. keeping it at two, two and a half is inviting everyone to take the Chiefs. you got to figure out what to dance partner to put it with, an over or under. Would you advise putting it with both? That's a nice little 12 points. I would not advise putting it with both. Like I mean, that. you guys know I'm a traditionalist. I know you hate House that. actually did this more. No, you're East talking about teasing... Kansas City, 41. Oh, oh, we're talking about the total. And yeah. under 53. That's so what House both. did the other day on East Coast you Bias. Yeah. And it's not something that I, I necessarily would agree with. I think if you're going to do it, I would recommend teasing the Chiefs with the over 41. Okay. That's how I would do it if I had to do it. But I'm never big on teasing, teasing totals. All right, gents. We gave our wisest wagers that will be up on our... Wise Guys Show, Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern on FanDuel TV. That's right, we're from the Fountain Blue here in beautiful Las Vegas. You didn't want to go with the side for this game. Now, we know, Raheem, you and I together on this have Kansas City at 10-1. Now, I took San Francisco, too. So I'm cashing out in this Super Bowl either way. I can't stand the Chiefs. I'm on the Niners. We'll get to that in a moment. You didn't want to play a side. Why? I mean, I think the biggest thing, the reason why I don't want to play a side is because you have to wonder what these two teams are. If you look through the course of the year, San Francisco has been the better team by all metrics. And if you take their full season metrics, San Francisco should be laying four or five points. If this was a week 12 game, a week 10 game, this would be San Francisco by four or five. Now, you never want to overreact, which is why Sharps are on San Francisco. But if I look over the last three weeks, and I believe playoff success matters. Kansas City has by far been the better team. That San Francisco defense has been abysmal. That's what's surprising. But I don't want to be a victim of recency bias. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch the game and look for a spot live to see what these teams are. Okay. Sal, all postseason records are basically the equivalent of Rich Kotai and Adam Gates. Right. Uh, regular season, I was terrific, but... We both had good... Listen, right. regular season, 
Sal won the championship, and then his trophy broke, which was that a bad was omen. That exactly. basically was the sign of things to come for yes. how your postseason was going to play you're out. Not, you're not but lying. Why the Chiefs in this game? I just, again, and, and Raheem went into it a little bit. The thing that surprised me the most, and I, I like you, don't want to fall for recency bias, but that 49ers defense, I don't know why. They're so deep. They have superstars all over the place. They did not look good against the Lions. They did not look good against the Packers, especially in the first half. And I know that's why that's your big bet, Chiefs, yeah. in the first half. Yeah. Uh, over the points, rather. Yeah. I think they can't leave that door open against the Chiefs now. I know the Chiefs didn't slam the Ravens, even though they had the ball forever against them in the first half. I don't think they'll make that mistake again. They won't keep it close if the Niners leave the door open. Do you look at the game like I do and say, and I have brought this up all week, Chiefs win its lowest scoring, Niners win its higher scoring. Do you believe that? I think so. I think so, yeah. Because And, and that's my feeling, too, with the Niners. Right. I'm, like, involving myself in a lot of SGPs, and I'm going in Debo and uh, points and points and points because, to me, if the Niners go and win this game, it's going to be like, wow, they got guys all over the field that right. can go and make a big play. Get out in space. Debo, Ayuk. Kittle, McCaffrey, on and on we go, where it's like, wow, their talent is just a well-oiled machine. So you're saying that's a step up because now the Chiefs have only allowed three points to Tua, Lamar, and Josh Allen in the fourth quarter. But the level of talent you see on the offense far superior to what they've seen. See, done. in my opinion, yes. Yeah. I think this right. is the most talented offense and the most well-rounded offense that Kansas City has played. Here's a question for you guys. What if this Kansas City Chiefs offense is a step down in class? Because when you look at how Kansas City has performed, even in the postseason, they haven't been a better offense than the Green Bay Packers or the Detroit Lions. So are they a step down? I mean, they're not as, they're as efficient though. Maybe not as big a scoring machine. Yeah. The air yards, everything else is less than it's been in years past for Mahomes. But I feel like, I mean, didn't you feel like the Ravens, like, they couldn't stop him at all in that first half? Like, oh, just keep doing what you're doing, but don't leave it up to Butker. Like, try to convert on third but, and I four. mean, look, I think they got some explosive plays in the first half, but how many NFL games have you seen where a team doesn't score in the second half right. and ends up winning the game? I think that, that game said more about the Ravens' offense. And I mean, the Ravens, let's be honest, there's no way in the world they should have been shut out in that second yeah. half. Yeah. Right? Zay Flowers is fumbling a ball at a one-yard line. They're in going in scoring territory. Lamar Jackson, like a knucklehead, is throwing the ball. Right, but if you're going to play the who doesn't deserve to be here game, yeah. <laughs> the Niners win. But you know what, though? See, here's what I would say about San Fran, right? Everyone looks at them and says, wow, should have lost to Green Bay. You're right about that. They should have lost. Detroit, I know I don't want to get yeah. you started on that. I will wait Don't get me started show. on that. What did you have? I'm sorry. Oh, what no, no, you I didn't hear this. What hey, don't get me started. <laughs> but, yeah, but you know what happened in the Lion game. Don't we have to look at San Francisco and say, wow, Impressive. this is a team, right, that everyone said, hey, they're front runners. They don't know how to win a close game. They don't know how to win a game in the fourth quarter. And now with their season on the line in back-to-back -back weeks, they've been able to do it. And not only did they win in back-to-back -back weeks, they scored on five consecutive drives to close that game. Yeah. Like, if they scored, if any team scored on five consecutive drives to start a game, you'd be like, oh, this is the greatest team of all time. Right. But because they did it on the back half of the game, after being down 17 points at halftime, they're not necessarily getting the credit. Well, let me ask you what the difference was, because Purdy definitely played a different game in the first half than in the second half. He took off in the second half, 
uh, for three rushes more than 15 yards. I don't think he had done that all year before that. Yeah. First half, different story. Let's the pocket collapse on him. Did the same thing against Green Bay. Why do you think that is? Is that nerves? Is that it's it could be a, a little bit of game. nerves? Yeah. It definitely could be a little bit of nerves. And yeah. you know, you're in situations where you just gotta let it rip. And you want to tell me, hey, if this game is tight, then you may be worried about Purdy. But that kind of speaks to Detroit and the idea of not taking points and maybe putting him in a spot where the game is tied as right. opposed to being down. Sure. Um, prop market, you kind of led me to where we're going to transition. Go ahead. I want to start with MVP first. You like Mahomes for MVP. I know, it's boring. I'm sorry. It is, but yeah. you have to have somebody else. If yeah. there's somebody else you would give me, who would it be? Yeah, I like your—I think you picked McCaffrey, right? For the McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. I, I think if you're taking the Niners, go with those two because they have the best ability, probability, to score two or more touchdowns, and that's going to get you in the conversation. All right, Raheem, give me one for the Chiefs, one for the Niners you like from an MVP standpoint. From the Chiefs, you got to go with Patrick Mahomes. No one's winning an MVP over Patrick Mahomes unless, like, a guy has two interceptions. So maybe a guy like Snead. Maybe he picks off Brock Purdy three times. Finally, somebody can catch an interception from him. That's been the thing that, that hasn't happened. On the 49ers, I'm going to go with Debo Samuel. 25 My to man. 1. And My the reason man. why is because I said this on the, sh on the Ring of Wise Guys today. Debo Samuel was like Drake. He could sing and he can rap. He can run the ball, and he can catch the ball. So you can have a guy who has 40 rushing yards with one rushing TD and 70 rushing, pass receiving yards and another TD. There, that might be enough to get him MVP. Last five years, two wide receivers won it. So it's yeah. not like the MVP where the quarterback gets it every year in the regular season. They do mix it up a little bit. Well, that's why for me, guys, listen, I'm in on Debo and Christian McCaffrey. We talked about that on the Wise Guys. I'm not going to bore everybody with it. However... I think there is an avenue for Kelsey to go and win this award. And maybe I'm getting totally sucked in all the Taylor Swift mumbo-jumbo, but we know what this He goes and let's say goes for 8, 90, two touchdowns, and it's a so-so Patrick yeah. Mahomes game. Maybe he throws an interception or two. Maybe he's a little bit off his mark. Yeah. Voters might say, hey, it's the year of Taylor and Travis. I'm Let's with give it to Travis. But I think Raheem's the same way with this. And Simmons and I did this two weeks ago. It was 23 to 1 for Kelsey to win MVP. Now it's down to 14 to 1. I feel like all the value is sucked out of it. Yeah. But 14 to 1 is still a nice number. And then you also have to wonder will all the value be sucked out of his? His in-game props, you know, his over-receiving yards, right. his touchdowns, because it almost feels like you can come back the other way with all the Swifties betting on his overs. Oh, I now, don't hate it. I don't hate it. Listen, if I were betting, and we're right. going to get to these props in a minute, I would a 1,000% trend towards a lot of the unders on Kelsey. But trying to find somebody maybe from a long-shot perspective for I have a question MVP. for you guys, because there's all, all this talk about Travis Kelsey. What about George Kittle? Because George Kittle is the number one security blanket for Brock Purdy. And this is a guy who can break tackles. I mean, like, I have his longest reception at 20 and a half yards. I think he can go over that. Do you think there's a chance that George Kittle can win Super Bowl MVP? I don't. I don't. Because the Niners have so many different guys. And I almost think you need, like, we talked about Debo and McCaffrey and the unique skill set of being able to run it and be a receiver. I almost feel as if from a voter's perspective, Sal, yeah. that kind of weighs in. But here's know? my thing. Here's my thing. If you look at that, that, that Kansas City Chiefs secondary, they got Sneed. They got um, McDuffie. Yeah. They're going to shut down Brandon IU. Who's going to shut down George Kittle? Is it likely that you oh, see— Oh, I love Kittle. No, but hear me out. If George Kittle gets 
134 yards and two touchdowns. Isn't that worthy of getting MVP? But the Depends other thing on is, how Brock Purdy performs, though. Uh, and I was just yeah. going to say, you talk about the story. The voters are going to love this. Are we overlooking Purdy too much here? Wouldn't they just give it to him, honestly? Yeah. Like, oh, Mr. Irrelevant, we got to get it. Wouldn't, uh, it's going to be tough to not give it to Purdy if all these wide receiver studs perform well, too. Guys, we're going to come right back. We're at the Fountain Blue here in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. We are live from the FanDuel party. Ring of Wise, guys, we got props coming your way. We'll see if I crack open another Modelo. I don't have one right now, so the answer is no, but we shall see. All that and more. We're coming right back. We're back here at uh, Club Live, Fountain Blue, Super Bowl party, Ring of Wise guys closing off the... Can you believe I got the year wrong on the show? <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I mean, not surprising. This is pre-Modella, too. Oh, there was Stone Cold Sober doing the shows. Uh, maybe a little blackjack and craps fatigue from my week in Las Vegas. Uh, but what we are going to do right now, Sal and Raheem, we have a uh, special buddy who has crashed the set. He has cracked open a Modella of his own. He has a question for us. Who would that be? Listen, guys. H-Dog here. I'm going to give you guys, listen, for two weeks, for two weeks, we have been talking football, Patrick versus Purdy. Enough. Let's get to the real story here, guys. I got two prop bets here. Over under 25 and a half seconds, Taylor Swift is actually seen on television from start to end of the game, minus 115, 25 and a half seconds. And the follow-up question. Over. Over? Over. How dare Harry? Someone should arrest this for many reasons, but that prop is not offered, we should say. On Correct. Fandle. You're not finding so, out okay. on Fandle. So right. I like this prop because it's actually correlated with the Kansas City Chiefs win. Oh, interesting. So, All right. <laughs> while this prop isn't offered on Fandle Sportsbook, if it was, I think you need to parlay it with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to go over. I got to tell you, though, Reem, you're right, probably for the most part, but Kelsey fumbles they're going to show her, an interception they're going to show her. They're going to show her. They'll show her. They, they, show, will, they will show her. She'll be with Brittany Mahomes, maybe she's crying after I cashed my honor bet, but that's a story for a different day. By the way, Harry has worn this outfit now at, at two and a half days at least, right? Harry, you're getting like your brother. You're becoming, this is a Taylor Swift shirt and then another Taylor Swift shirt under it. We're at the swanky party. I mean, look at that. I mean, it doesn't end. People love it. Listen, it's a big Swift right now. Speaking of love, speaking of love, four to one odds, will she when she's been shown at the game, will she show the heart? Will she do the heart at four to one odds? I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I'm out on it. I'm yeah, gonna say I, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I, I think I think you could. I wouldn't bet that at fifty to one. I'm sorry. Even if Kelsey gets a touchdown, the heart? No, because yeah, I think she'll be hooted hollering with Brittany Mahomes. So. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know, Harry. Harry. What else you got, Harry? What about the game itself? Yeah, you I was gonna say, who do you actually like in the game? I do like San Francisco. My man, there we I'm go. On, I'm, I'm joining on with you, uh, JJ. I just think Cole, overall. I gotta ask you a question. Are you as cold as Sal right now? <laughs> no. because, one game better. Because two, one game because better. two weeks ago, you told us the Kansas City Chiefs would lose 55 to 10. Right, he did. So close. Wow. Oh, he did. that much, but I. 48-20, but still. 48-20. Okay. <laughs> well, but you know, the Harry got something well, in common because myself, Sal, and you have been as bad as can be in cold. this postseason. So I, let Raheem well, take it. But yeah. Come on, though. We see that everyone can jump on Mahomes as an underdog here. It seems too fishy, especially when I thought this line would probably go to Kansas City minus one. It hasn't. 
So everyone who doesn't know really betting and you can get Jim on the Chiefs and get plus money on the money line and get a couple points, it seems too easy. You know what? You go my the other way. in this game went to another level. Uh, which level? Down? Uh, no, up. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. When I'm at the Rewatchables show on Friday yeah. in New York City, and, you know, it's Simmons, it's Jacoby, it's the cast of thousands, and I look at the entire table, and I'm like, who do you guys like? Do you Simmons? I like the Chiefs. You can't go against them at this point. Is that what it was? Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. So yeah, when I heard all right. that, I said, well, double it. Right. Niners. But this is just, you're not taking into account what's going to go on the field. Are you going to cry like Harry? Well, after the game, you're going to be the refs screwed them? Because every year, that's Maybe. what he does. Well, listen, Maybe. Does. Well, let's be honest. Last yeah. year, they did get completely screwed in the Philly game. Completely Which, screwed. Why, why? There was a holding call that... On a pass interference. I mean, you can even go deeper than that. Holding. The Eagles had some issues with the turf. And this year, the 49ers have issues with so the So then take facility. the Chiefs. It's right there for you. Why would you run 26, 17, San Fran. Harry, always a pleasure. Thank you for Thanks, joining guys. us here. Yeah, always always guys. Guys. Go that, have some fried shrimp. Go ahead. You're good. Yeah, go, let, go have a Modelo and some shrimp and take it from there. Um, it's nice to actually hear somebody, though, in all seriousness, pick the Niners, because I right. felt like I was on an island by myself here, Sal. Yeah, I know. It, it should be. For a game where the spread is two and a half, you would think the casual fan would have, it would be a bigger split, a better split. You know what's so, so interesting today? So... Ben Solak came on our show and he told us that yeah, he was he gaining that? Okay, yeah, yeah. He was gaining more confidence in the 49ers right. and then still took the Chiefs. Right, right, right. I know. He has videos outlining their defensive expertise and everything. And then he's like, yeah, maybe this doesn't matter. Did he get any of those next gen stats? <laughs> I want some of those next gen stats of you running catching Michael Penix's pass from yesterday. I know, I know. I think it was off the charts. Nobody knew. But Debo Samuel, that is one of my favorite props. And I don't think I've ever seen this before. Next gen fastest player on the field. Debo is the favorite at like plus 530. I don't know how they measure this, honestly. Hey, all right, so let's get to a bunch of props. Now, I know you on our Ringer feed yeah. did like a, a we didn't start the fire of 10 zillion <laughs> props. He's like an auctioneer, the way he could rattle By off. the way, we got to get you and Billy Joel on set at Madison Square Garden and maybe make some magic. Now, I don't want you to go read and start the fire on us, but we'll kind of have a little fun. We'll exchange props. You kick it off. Take it away. Okay, so I mentioned earlier that San Francisco scored five unanswered times against the Lions. Well, FanDuel has a prop. Will any team score three unanswered times? I'm going to go with the yes. Minus 178. Yes, a team will score three unanswered times. Okay. Now, you got to lay juice on that. Yes. You still feel confident in that. This is one of the biggest bets that surprises people because most people say, oh, no, a team isn't going to score three unanswered times, and it happens more often than but not. But think about it. And it's a why. field goal or a touchdown. Yeah. And it happens more often than people think, and that's why it's juice. To the, old, to, to the yes. So I'm going to take it. It doesn't seem like it has value, but it has plenty of value. Probably should be priced at like 3 to 1. Interesting. All right, so you think you're getting value there at minus 178. Sal, we'll kind of go around the horn here. Give right, me a I'm going to give you another one that's not great value if you don't like laying a big. But there's a reason this is minus 160. I think it should be minus 250. There will be a touchdown under 1.5 yards. Shortest touchdown under 1.5. It's hitting 7 of the last 8. It's hitting 13 of the last 16. Cup did it. 
James White. I mean, you name it. There's always Kelsey did it himself. There's been two. Gronk did it. Gronk's running around here shirtless somewhere in this party. There's so many opportunities for a one-yarder. Shovel pass from Mahomes, just a run-in from Pacheco. Whatever you want to do. If you're a, a conspiracist that think that the Chiefs are going to get calls, a pass interference in the end zone puts the ball at the one. Minus 160. It should be higher. So you got that at minus 160. Yeah. Okay. I went over. 20-plus rushing yards for Debo Samuel. And I know he has not run the ball as much the last few weeks. However, I think with the week off and I think with the game plan, hey, we got to run. We got to run. We got to run on Kansas City. I almost feel as if Kyle Shanahan's got to say, all right, I'm unleashing Debo Samuel. I like that. I think he gets multiple touches from a rushing perspective in this game. And when you're firing your SGPs on FanDuel, which we will be doing, uh, I may need somebody to do it back in New York and New Jersey, but that's a story for a different day. That's what I'm going to be on. I think Debo Samuel. Do you think is that better than over two and a half rushes for him? Um, I would roll with that too. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I forget what that was juiced. To be honest with you, I could pull it yeah. up on a Fanduel app, but yeah. I saw the yards and it was more intriguing. Right. All right, Raheem, give me another one. I kind of want to go with the greatest hits, but I'm not going to go with the greatest hits because you guys know I love Harrison Bucker so much. If you haven't, wow, been, you're not giving me Bucker. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you guys haven't been paying attention by now, then it's no. too late for you you're guys. You're missing out. I agree. Yeah, we're going to go with, will there be a two-point conversion scored? We're going to go with no, minus 158. You look at both of these teams. You look at Kyle Shanahan. You look at Andy Reid. Both of these coaches are very conservative. For a lack of, of a better word, I'm going to call them scared. Neither one of these two teams are going for two. No two-point conversions. So what you really need is you don't want a situation here where all of a sudden there's a missed extra point because you might find yourself in a little bit of trouble. And that's the only thing that kills me. Okay, give me another There product. are great ones with fourth down conversions. Who will make a fourth down? Seems like everybody's going for now. I love the fourth down conversion one. Yeah. I love that. Fire yeah. that now. Uh, that's a good one. What else did I like? Listen, the Niners can win the Super Bowl, and Brock Purdy could throw an interception at minus 110, for God's sake. I love that one. Over a half. He might have butterflies. He might just have an off day. He had a game a few weeks ago where he could have thrown four, honestly. He get balls tipped at the line of scrimmage. The way he lets the pocket collapse on him. Weird stuff happens. He's a young quarterback. He might be great, and he might still throw an interception. And at even odds, I think there's value. That's a great one. I, honestly, it's one of my favorites on the board. I, I just think you can't miss that one. And this is a guy who throws an interceptable pass 4% of the time, and he's going up against right. that Kansas City Chiefs secondary, which is dangerous. So you, I think everybody should take that one. Can I get you guys to get invested in Marquez Valdez scaling? Two-plus receptions, 20-plus receiving yards. Guy's been coming on the last few weeks for him. He has been making some big plays. You get him at two-plus receptions at even money. Yeah. Even money. That's pretty good. And you think about it, if you're San Fran, with the linebackers you have, you're going to be focused on Kelsey and the tight ends in the running game. I think it kind of allows those other receivers maybe to go to work. I agree with that. For me, my play on the receiver was Rasheed Rice. I felt like Rasheed Rice, he can go over 67. Kind of like him for first touchdown. He That's, did it in the, um, what game was it? The uh, the Miami game. Your game. How could you forget? Uh, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to, trying to blank it from my memory, oh, you know. <laughs> I think I'm still cold from uh, the game at Arrowhead. Okay. How many are you going to bet? How many props? At least 15. 15? Yeah. 15. So how many of those are you going to put in your same game parlay? That's what the people want to know. The people want same game parlays. Yeah, so let's do an SGP, actually, while we're at it. Um, we gave them out on the show. 
I gave you Valdez Scantling. Yeah. I like Kittle. We talked about Kittle. I like him at 40 plus receiving yards. I took the Niners to win the game, uh-huh. so I didn't mess with that. And then I know we want to fade Kelsey. Kelsey's getting four catches in this game. I know that's juice. That was my it's SGP. Adjusted. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I went with that. What was your SGP? I went with Brandon Ayuk, under four and a half catches. I felt like Sneed should be able to shut him down. I went with George Kittle. You like George Kittle. I, I, think I love did. George Kittle in this game. I took him over 60 because I think he's going to, like, destroy his his, his his total. So I think over 60 is pretty good. I also took Rasheed Rice over 67 and a half yards. And I took Christian McCaffrey over 89 and a half yards. That pays about 12 to 1. Your SGP. Mine is only like 5 to 1, but still Chiefs pretty good. Plus That's seven still pretty good. Chiefs plus 7 and a half. Don't even think about it. Just take it. It's adjusted. Someone hands you like crab roll in there. Just take it, right? Yeah, yeah, I already did. I ate some uh, some weird dish. I gave some basil shrimp. That basil shrimp wasn't was that beautiful. I'm mean, gonna go in two minutes. Alive. We're gonna get more. Do that under 50 and a half. I think it's gonna be a lot of ball control. Even though we're betting a lot of overs here for players props. Mahomes to throw a touchdown. He's done that in 15 of 16 playoff games. And then the weird one, the one that's gonna be tough to get to the finish line. McCaffrey to score the Niners' first touchdown. Gets the butterflies out, gets the juices going. Wow, so you're going very chalky with the first touchdown. Yeah. Um, speaking of the guy to fade, though, you kind of think it's Kelsey. You know, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm starting to change my mind on that. Okay. I, I think the biggest thing is you want to see where that, the public actually takes that number. If they continue to bet it up. So you tell me with Kelsey, wait until kickoff before the Super Bowl and then bet it if you like. Yeah, that's August. the only way you fade him. Yeah, okay. Who is the guy we're going to avoid? I mean, it, I, I, it's either McCaffrey or Kelsey, but I'm going to go Brock Purdy. Honestly, I'm going to take his unders. I'll take his over interceptions. I'll take his over passing. I think they're going to be playing catch-up football. He's going to have to throw. But see, but see, that's the thing that scares me. It's like if, if, if he's behind, he's going to obliterate a lot of his props. So that's the one okay. thing that scares me. All right, pass attempts over. Yeah. All right, this is not on record, Raheem. We know it's not your wisest wager, but you got to break the tie. Sal's on the Chiefs. I'm on the Niners. I'm going with the Chiefs. I knew you were going to go with the Chiefs because you got that 10-1 future. That's why. You can't go against that. At the end of the day, that's why. champions figure it out. I mean, you look last year, Sacramento Kings, they look like they could beat the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry comes out there and drops 50. JJ, it's a long-ass offseason. You're going to wake Don't up Don't remind me. Good thing May. I'm going to be in South Africa for two weeks. The Yankees are going to be dropping the second game of a doubleheader, 4-1 in the ninth. And like, why the hell did I bet against Mahomes? What is this? Why did I do this? Well, I mean, you would think I'd be saying that after the Raven game when right. I was, like, supremely confident that Baltimore was going to win. Right. Supremely. And I couldn't have been more wrong. Um, speaking of bad beats, this way we're going to end the show on a wonderful, high, uplifting feeling going into the offseason. Raheem, you know I had to go there. Is the line... I'm going to actually take it a step further. Is the line beat the worst beat you've had in the last five years? I think the lion beat might be the worst beat I've ever had in my life. Wow. Like, and it wasn't even like game. Line? It wasn't even like it that's probably, surprising it, to me. It probably, it probably wasn't the worst beat, but I took it. <laughs> this is salty about it. You're I've so, never been. What could you get the Niners when they were down 20? What was it, 24 10 or more? The, the Lions were nine it. point favorites with six minutes to go in the third quarter. And then by the end of the third quarter, lot, yeah. they were like seven point dogs. I've right. never seen such a swift right. turnaround. Yeah, you're right. Like, I would just, I'm just completely gutted, and I know what it feels like to be a Detroit Lions fan. And as I said before, I thank God that I'm not a Lions fan mm. because this is torture. 
You think about beets all the time. All I the know time. you do it with Harry hate, and the guys. I, I hate beets as a vegetable, and I hate them when I'm watching the game, breaking TVs. Uh, mine happened a few days ago. I'm sorry, Damar Hamlin. You don't think he played too much? You're going to hell. You're not going to vote for him for a comeback player of the year? You're going to hell. I have no faith in humanity So you tell me I'm going to hell. Joe Flacco's a nice story, but freaking Damar Hamlin almost changed football forever. How did he change football forever? He almost did. If oh, he didn't get okay. up. <laughs> but he did. But yeah, he, he came did. back. Right. But did he, he barely played. Oh, come on. Joe Flacco. I had no problem with I'm it. The voters got it right. Joe Flacco... Coming back from the Jets might be better than coming back from dead. <laughs> it's a different kind of dead. It's, it's just a different kind yeah. of dead. It really is a different kind of dead. But I can't believe this game was not referenced. I referenced it on Wise Guys. For him, you remember, because oh we were on the God. wrong side of it. The Buccaneer texting game, to have a game end without kicking an extra point. Yeah. And there was time on a clock. It wasn't even a situation where there wasn't, you know, like where the game ended, they're not going to kick it. They didn't kick it because they were afraid of the kick getting blocked and they were going to lose the game. They right. had a running back making kicks because the field goal kicker got injured in the second quarter. Yeah. We I complain just, about how terrible these beats are, what it does to our insides, and still we're going to miss the hell out of this sport. Oh, I can't wait. I mean, listen, we'll be probably sitting here in March trying to envision teams other than the Chiefs being at the Super Bowl in New right. Orleans next year when we're stuffing our faces. Just take the Chiefs at 6-1 to one every year in August. Just do it. You'll be in there in Jan mid-January. You'll be able to hedge. You know what's going to be a problem next year? There's only one casino. So that Harris in oh, New Orleans. New Orleans. Right, so right. that is going to be one hell of a party right. when you got me, you, and Chang gathered by every Mo Aaron Curley betting these games. I don't know. Games. Let's hope we survive the Fountain Blue tonight. Oh, I don't know. I, I may need that liquid IV right. tomorrow. Well, guys, it's been a ton of fun. I want to thank all the hospitality of FanDuel. It's a great party. I got Kid Cudi coming out. They got Calvin Harris coming out. Club Live at the Fountain Blue. Uh, not too shabby, Sal. Is Harry making out with that one woman in the... He oh, no, might be. No, he no, might be. No, okay, all right. You got to watch out we, for we got, we got Calvin Harris. We got Kid Cudi going on tonight. It's going down. It's going to be crazy. Wh which it. one are you looking forward to? Uh, I like H-Dog, Harry, and Calvin Harris and Harris Harris teaming up. Uh, that's what I want to say. I'm going with a little pursuit of happiness, my man. I'm riding with you there. There we go. Two for one. At least you didn't take the cheese, but you give me Kid Cudi. For Cousin Sal, Raheem Palmer, fellas, it's been an absolute blast all year. Uh, we made it. First Great times. Year. Let's go have some shrimp. Let's have some shrimp. I got more Modellas to consume. Thanks to all the guys, the ringer guys. They were terrific. Vandal people. Can't thank you enough. Sal, Raheem, JJ signing off. Good job, everybody. Wise guys out. We'll see you next year. Be good, everybody. Must be 21 and up in President Select States. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with the Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona. 1-888-789-789. 7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 
1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK in New York. 